0: Welcome to another episode of the Divorce Survival Guide podcast, where we have real, honest, smart, and sometimes even hilarious conversations about co-parenting, separation, and divorce, and all that goes along with that. I'm Kate Anthony, your Divorce Survival Guide, Certified Life and Relationship Coach, and happily divorced mom who helps women decide if they should stay in or leave their marriages and then guides them through the process one step at a time. there, everybody. How's everybody doing? Man, the hits just keep on coming, don't they? <laughs> it's funny. I'm recording this a few days after the shooting in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, and I'm realizing that by the time this podcast recording goes out, we probably will have been hit by 10 other atrocities. And I, it's sort of relevant to what I want to talk to you about today, I really want to talk today about trusting our intuition, trusting our gut, and sort of knowing where to find that. I want to talk about this shooting in Pittsburgh because I, it's really interesting. I've never specifically identified as Jewish, but I am. <laughs> I am actually half Jewish. And part of the reason that I've never identified as Jewish is that I was taught from a very young age that because my mother wasn't Jewish, therefore I wasn't a real member of the tribe. I wasn't really accepted into the tribe. And I learned this partly because I dated a boy when I was 14 and his parents sent him to Israel to get him away from me. (laughs) Now, to be fair, they were Orthodox. And that was not, you know, a non-Jewish girl was not okay. Let alone the fact that I like, I wasn't Jewish, but like, I wasn't Orthodox. I mean, it was a whole thing. But oh my God, we were so in love and we were 14 years old. And then they literally packed him off to Israel for the summer to get him away from me. And it worked. (laughs) I bumped into him about, I don't know, 10 years later. And I was hoping he had, I don't know, I had this fantasy that he had kind of rejected everything. And he was deep in at that point. And he told me that he would never marry someone who wasn't Jewish and all of that. And so, you know, there you go. But anyway, so I just, even though, so my dad's parents, my dad is Jewish, or he was Jewish until he converted to Catholicism. You see how I have trouble identifying. <laughs> so, but he didn't convert to Catholicism until I was like in my mid twenties. But anyway, so my grandparents, my paternal grandparents, were, I wouldn't say overly observant, but, you know, they definitely identified as Jewish. And, you know, I used to go to satyrs with them. Anyway, I felt like in the midst of a tragedy was not necessarily the time to suddenly start claiming my Jewish roots, right? Like, I don't claim them at any other time. I have, you know, very sort of stances on Israel and the Middle East conflict, and but they're not very specific, and they're certainly not Informed by Judaism. So I felt like when this happened, like I didn't get to come out and say, you know, and claim now I'm Jewish, right? That just felt a little opportunistic and weird to me. But what happened was I got hit with, after it happened, a level, and you guys know this, right? I'm an empath. Like I'm a deep fucking empath. And I feel like the older I get, the deeper it gets. And I'm also trying to tune into it and tap into it more and I'll get into that in a little while. I'm actually actively working to tap into my intuition which is inextricably linked to my empathy. And that's a blessing and a curse because what it means is that I feel so much more. And so after the shooting occurred on Saturday morning, I went into I shut down like my entire nervous system. Completely shut down. Okay, probably not my entire nervous system because I didn't like lose consciousness, but I almost did. I, on Saturday night, I was invited to a party at one of my best friends' house. I was super stoked to go and I couldn't barely keep my eyes open. And I actually went to bed at 830. And the whole afternoon, I was thinking, what is going on with me? Why am I feeling this overwhelming exhaustion? And it continued. I slept for 10 hours straight, you guys. I slept from 830 to 645, dead to the world. And then I could barely function on Sunday. And I I couldn't keep my eyes open. I couldn't stop yawning. I was getting my hair done and my stylist was like, what is up with you? Did you like have a crazy night? And I was like, yeah, asleep in my bed. <laughs> and after a while, I started talking to other people about it and I realized that, you know, if you've Listened to the podcast that I did, podcast episode on patriarchy stress disorder with Dr. Valerie Baker a few weeks ago, a few months ago. And we talked a lot about epigenetics and we talked a lot about the generational trauma that lives in our bodies and that we, that trauma will, can change. Trauma does change our DNA. It alters the DNA, it lives in the DNA, and it gets passed on from generation to generation. And I swear, I, sat with myself on Saturday and Sunday, trying to figure out what the hell was going on with me. Why was I so exhausted? And the only thing that kept coming to me, and I did this in meditation as well, because I really wanted to connect with myself. And I know this is really what this episode is about. I know that the answers live inside of us. I know that the answers most often live in our bodies far more than they live in our heads. And we are always trying to figure things out, right? We're always making lists and pros and cons and we're writing, you know, all sorts of shit down and we're talking to people and we're gathering evidence. And what I really try to focus on with my clients a lot of the time is that space in the, in sort of, I was going to say the darkness for me, it's darkness because I always have to close my eyes and I usually guide my clients to close their eyes too and breathe into it and dropping into that. You know when when your eyes really just kind of almost roll back in your head behind your closed lids and it does get darker and you're really dropping into your core and into your center and that's where our answers live to so many of our problems and our questions and our conundrums. I should probably say conundra. <laughs> And so that's what I did. I went inside and I asked myself and my innermost knowing, what is going on with me? Why am I so tired? Why am I being so deeply affected by this? And the answer that I heard was that there is this generational trauma that even though I don't identify as Jewish normally, I always say and I think I got this from a friend of mine that I'm a wrong half Jew because in Jewish tradition historically if your mother's Jewish you're not really Jewish cuz really your father could be anyone. <laughs> it's really awful. But that's sort of the, you know, historical thing. And you know what's been so that really hit me hard. I was like that's what this is. I looked up on my wall and I have a an entire wall Of photos of my Jewish ancestors. I have a great great grandfather who was a rabbi, apparently. I don't know if he's my great grandfather or my great great grandfather. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, I've got a picture of him like studying the Torah. I have tons of pictures of my grandmother who escaped Russia on a refugee ship. Like that kind of stuff, like that lives in my family. And the idea that doesn't somehow live in my DNA is kind of, kind of silly. So all this to say, I want to bring this back around to you, right? So anyway, once I tapped into that, I really was able to be with that and be with what that meant and just, you know, be able to mourn and grieve the state of our country and the rise of anti-Semitism and so much hate. And it is, I don't know if you're anything like me, guys, this is just it on a daily basis. It is impacting me and affecting me so deeply And so I wanted to, I said that I was really starting to work more on tapping into my intuition. And one of the things I'm doing in order to do that is I'm actually taking a class. I think I mentioned this in the show notes of the last episode with Rian Lockard, is that I'm taking her class. She runs a class a few times a year called Divine Communication, and it's all about how to tap into your inner guides. And... Or your outer guides, right? Your guides. Like she does it with the spirit world. She's really an interfaith minister and she's a witchy woman. And so she, when she talks about it, she talks about it from your outer guides, your spirit guides, right? When I talk about guides, I talk about your inner guide. I also talk about your inside team, which we're gonna have bigger conversations on the podcast about in a few weeks. And it's all the same thing. When I work with clients who are particularly religious and we do inner guide work, I have them turn it to God, right? Because whatever the God of their understanding is, so whether that's your inner guide, whether that's your spirit guides, whether that's actually God in some religious context, whether it's Allah or it doesn't matter, it is the same thing. It is the place that you go when you're quiet, if you're either praying or meditating or calling in your guides, creating prayer circles, whatever it is, it's tapping into that part of you that can hear a voice, hear something so clearly that tells you what is your deepest knowing. And I have always been so fucking cerebral. I am such a cerebral person. I think and I figure things out and I make spreadsheets and charts and graphs and pros and cons lists and you fucking name it. And Those things are rarely, I think they're great. I think they're informative, but I don't know that they're where the answer truly lies. I think gathering all that data is a beautiful thing. And then you go inside and you ask the question in that, I say dark, I don't know why it's so funny. It keeps coming up as darkness right now, which is not necessarily prescriptive or even informative because for some people it could be light. I was working with a client this morning and it was this sort of shining light that went through her. So who knows, right? For me right now, it's that dark place. And I don't mean it in terms of dark, like it's dark. I just mean it's like the quiet place inside. And... So I've been working with Rian on this in her class and it's been so illuminating. And actually, ironically, one of the things that I discovered, I've known this for a long time. Every time, anytime I go in to do any spirit work, whether it's body work, breath work, and they call in my guides, the first person who shows up, ironically, is my paternal grandmother, my Jewish grandmother who escaped on the refugee boat from Russia. So it's no wonder, right, that I was having this connected thing. So I have a few more guides that I've gotten in touch with and So in these places, when we have this burning question, whether it's should I stay or should I go, right? Am I going to fuck up my kids if I leave my marriage? Should I be combative in this divorce? What is really worth fighting for at this particular juncture? I urge you to find that place in yourself, that dropped down deep place, whether it's darkness or light whether it's in prayer or meditation, whether it's on a run, so many of us find that clarity in exercise, you know, or in the shower when we stop thinking or driving, right? Wherever you find those peaceful moments, you know, it could be in shavasana at the end of yoga class. It literally could be anywhere. My guess is if you're listening to this right now, you probably know. When I'm listing through these things, you've probably went like, "Oh yeah, that's my spot. That's where I find it." For me, it tends to be. Sitting on my couch, staring out the window at the trees and at the tree line, and watching squirrels and birds jumping in the trees, often with some nice spa music. Love me that spa station on Sirius XM, you guys. (laughs) Um, Sometimes with incense burning and just in that quiet place that's sort of my meditative place and space. And again, for you, it could be on a run, it could be in the bathtub, it could be. Who knows, right? You probably know what it is for you. But to drop into that place and to ask yourself the question and ask, you know, if you want to connect with your guides, like ask them, call them in, ask them to answer the question for you. And here's what I want you to notice I want you to notice when you ask the question, what's the first thing that bubbles? It's like a bubble, it's something that pops to the surface. And that is your inner knowing. That's your inner guide. Whether it was you know, given to you from God, from your spirit guides, from whatever, that inner knowing, that first thing that bubbles, that just like pop, that's your answer. And then all sorts of shit will happen after that, right? Your head is going to start to get really maybe some fuzzy. Maybe you're going to get your inner critic is going to start getting its panties in a twist. Whatever happens next, right? That we can deal with. But it's that I want you to flex and start to exercise the muscle of listening to that piece, that part of you that bubbles up. For me, it was so out of left field this weekend for that bubble, that little pop to say, yeah, this is your ancestors. This is the pain and the trauma of your ancestors. And I was like, what? Like, come on, guys. I don't fuck. Who cares how I identify? You know, that was my truth. And it bubbled and it popped. And I knew it to be true. And it's powerful when that lands for you. And it can also be terrifying, right? When you are asking yourself the scary questions, should I stay or should I go? Should I stay in or leave my marriage? Let's be honest. This is the biggest question. This is the biggest decision that you'll probably ever have to make in your life. I once had a client who said to me, my God, if I had given as much thought and attention to whether I married this man as I am to whether I should leave him, she's like, I probably would be in a really different place right now, (laughs) right? So this is the biggest decision of your life. If you're in that, if you're struggling with that, this is the biggest decision you'll ever make. If you've already made this decision, you know. You can tell your friends. You can tell the rest of my audience, like, yeah, this is the biggest decision you'll ever make, right? So it's no wonder that all sorts of shit is going to be popping up all over the place around it, right? But I just urge you to drop in. When you hear that bubble, when you feel that pop, hear it, listen to it. You don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to act. Just listen. And that's how we connect to our inner guides. That's how we connect to our deepest knowing. And again, you don't have to do anything about it, but just listen and start to flex that muscle in that quiet place, dropping in like a penny dropping into a well. And when it hits the surface and you hear that bubble, just be with that for a moment. Thank you so much for joining me again today. This is just a stream of consciousness about intuition and trusting yourself and trusting your inner voices. And this is something that I am working with my class. I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm running a class right now. It's really a beta version of class. Should I stay or should I go class? I know that my one-on-one coaching isn't accessible to everybody. So I'm working on a class right now, and I got to tell you guys, it is going like gangbusters. I think I probably mentioned this in the last episode. It's going so well, and I cannot wait. It's going to be launching again in early 2019, so look out for it. And this is definitely part of it. (laughs) This is one of the modules, and we get really deep into all of the aspects of ourselves and all the voices that we hear and start to be able to pull them apart and differentiate them. If you are in the midst of trying to figure out whether you should stay in or leave your marriage and you're hearing 75 conflicting voices inside of you, you are not alone at all. So I hope this helped and keep an eye out for... 2019. I'm actually going to put in the show notes a link to a landing page where you can get on the list to be the first to be notified when the program goes live in early 2019. And until then, I look forward to seeing you on the interwebs. Thanks for listening to the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. You can find me over at kateanthony.com and be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. See you next time!